two things can do, <laughs> or, 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 or at least bring back the supposed flagship character, um, Superman. Two I, things. I'm gonna say what I you don't get one. say. I'm gonna say put put Bendis on the title. Oh Lord! Like oh Lord! Yeah, I'm saying. Wait, put him on all the time. Oh, oh. Do number one. <laughs> Lord. That's it. <laughs> what are you doing here? Anyway, it's supposed to be my own show, Comic Book Hero, but once again, this guy snuck in. So I guess we'll do something with him. And what are we working on? That's right. Hey, if you wear the S like me and you respect the S, you know it's coming down the pike. April. April is coming. And what is coming in April? Action Comics 1000. I have been waiting. I would love to say I've been waiting my whole life for this, but I believe the soul is eternal. So I have been waiting for eternity for this. I can't wait! So since you're here, let me hear what you have to say before I take over. Well, I would like to say we will both write about something on this book. He was right about Superman getting the trunks back, right? I was right about, well, I didn't know Superman was gonna, they were gonna pick the, they were gonna pick back up in this rebirth thing. I had no idea. I said they should do new number ones, and they, which they did. But I didn't expect them to get Bendis on it. And this will be Bendis's first issue. The big man, what is it? They call oh. him the Great One. They call him the Great One. He's the Great One at Marvel, so. You, you just, you just <laughs> jamming me now. <laughs> uh -uh. I don't understand how excited you are, and Bendis is writing it. No, I'm excited because we're going to have a great. Okay, if you're a Superman <laughs> fan, if you're a Superman fan uh, and you him. lived through the 75th anniversary debacle, Okay, that was his 75th anniversary, and it was, it was terrible. Why? I've been using terrible a lot of these tapings. Yes. Okay? It was awful. Why? He was <laughs> out of the outfit. He was in this ridiculous armor. Man of Steel came out, and, you know, it, it just didn't play well. It was just, it, it was like DC didn't know what to do with their flagship character. They, they gave him, they brought him to the second, you know, second class citizen status. It was just really bad. This looks like you want to promote Superman, mm -hmm. hardcover okay. book, okay, all jam packed, reasonable price on the whole thing too. Once it was going to be fifty dollars, they knocked it down. They knocked it down to thirty. It's not in previews yet. Will it be this big though? It seems like it's going to be like this big. No, it won't be that big. Like... It won't be that big. Thankfully, I'll be able to fit them in my bag when I come back. <laughs> okay. Then them. we also he said them, so he's buying multiple. Oh, you got that right. <laughs> then we're also going to get a regular copy of Action Comics one thousand. Okay, that's just the periodical. Eight different, I think it's a seven different covers, and eight, eight, and uh, the eighth is a blank cover. So you're gonna have all these different artists. We're gonna have uh, Steve Rude is gonna be on. Okay, who's oh, the guy? Oh, he's who gonna do a new story for it. He's okay. gonna do. No, he's doing a cover. These guys doing cover. So we'll have the standard cover with Jim Lee. You're gonna have Steve Rude. You're also going to have who's the guy who does uh, Madman? Oh, with uh, Mike Alred. Yeah, Alred's gonna be on the book. Okay. Classic guys like Jerry Ordway and, uh, oh, his name is escaping me right now. If you're a Gary Frank fan like myself, these guys aren't there. Even uh, Alex Ross is going to be absent. But they're making all these blank covers. So what am I going to do? I'm stacking blank covers, and then I'm running wait, down to every con. Wait, well, please sketch. To... Please sketch. Okay, you're saying that a blank cover is a sketch cover. That's a white cover. Yeah, that just a blank cover. come in, and then you have a cover that only one artist did. 
or whatever you ask if they do it. But how much does that cost you, though? Hey, it depends on the... Well, look, you know, you got to pay the price whoever they want. But again, it's Action Comics 1000. It's Action Comics 1000. You get one shot at this. And mind you, there'll be plenty of blank covers to go around. You'll be able to get your hands on them, okay? But for me to have... Look, I'm going to have all of these covers, and then anybody who I know is a great Superman artist. Arthur Adams did some stuff. I'm going to go hit Arthur Adams up like, hey, Arthur Adams, I would love for you to do some work over here. No problem. What's your price? No problem. My collection will be exquisite at the end of the but day. What would that, well, he's just going to do a sketch or he's going to do a drawing. It'd be like, what, 50 bucks to do a sketch or is it going to be like, well, see, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like the, hey, you know what? I'm a big Superman fan and a very big Superman collector. I am not your average Superman collector. Most Superman collectors don't collect comics. They collect kitsch. Okay, they want to get a cup or, a, you know, oh, a, they want to okay. get a cup or an apron or that type of stuff. <laughs> so for me, I'm not worried about paying dollar, top dollar. If I go to Arthur Adams and say, look, how much would it cost for you to do a sketch both sides? And he tells me how much it would, you know, if it's going to be a couple hundred bucks. Here's a couple hundred bucks. Okay, mm -hmm. my collection is going to be immaculate. I'll have top art. Okay, for this, especially if I can get the Superman creators I want. Jerry Ordway, Walt Simonson. Would love to get their hands on it. Mm -hmm. Maybe some people who don't regularly do stuff. Uh, I could, wish I could find John uh, John Bagno Devone and get him to do some stuff as well. Any of those guys who were on that's the how you That's how you pronounce his name? Yeah. Okay. I know. Your pronunciations always no, throw me. It's like you're from the South or something. Not, no, no. Not, what was the, not what, Mr. Process. What was the one you said the other process. day? I can't remember. <laughs> not Mr. Process. I can't process. remember. That's it. It's process. There's no <laughs> A in the word. <laughs> You no. Americans pronounce things funny. That's just all it is. You're American too. Hey. He's not American. They all we found him out. Wait, take I didn't him say out. That. Yes, he did. No, you Americans. Yes. Don't call ice. Anyway. <laughs> so for me, that's the plan. I mean, look. Uh, normally, comic book hero, I'm trying to give everybody some tips and some advice how to go out. But hey, if, look, if you're a Superman fan, you can get your hands on some blank covers. And when I say blank covers, I'm talking like you know, hang on, let me do this thick. You know, this thing oh in terms of blank covers, all right, I'm going to hit every single con. I'll get Joe Stanton to do something for me. Oh, that would be good Okay, one you know, and I'll just keep him around. Hey, let me get over this, and this will be like a really, I love this, because this will be a really, really nice collection. The last blank cover they did for Superman was during the whole New 52 debacle. So you could get some stuff done, like Superman Unchained or this, but this is Action Comics 1000. Okay, this will be, again... This, for me, is the opportunity, as a Superman collector, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. I've got Action Comics 1000. Mm -hmm. I got access to these particular people. Heck, I'll even get Ramona Frieden. Get her to do something oh, over there. Oh, that would be really nice. Okay? I was a big fan of uh, Super Friends, so. Yeah, get her to, like, you know, all these, especially the guys who like are the big time art, the, the older artists, you know, those, I would love to get those guys to come over. Do something with Metamorpho and Superman for me. That would be great. If I could find some of the guys who do Godzilla, I already got this really nice piece done with Godzilla fighting Superman on the book, mm -hmm. but it was by uh, just an artist who I saw of and I liked his art. Mm -hmm. You know, just go do the same stuff. Let me get, give me one of Godzilla fighting uh, Superman. Give me one of the werewolf and Superman over here. Give me this, give me that. All, I can just, you know, and the imagination I can put to it, I'm going to have some fun with this. But again, this is a comic book hero show for guys who are collectors okay for you know to have that type of collection for me i can't wait april cannot come fast enough for me i can't wait to get my hands on it i've already put in orders i'm trying to get as many copies as i can get my hands on simply because i want to be able to have that sort of collection when i'm saying they're going to do the cover front and back all right so i'm going to be willing to put the money out for it and at the end of the day 
nobody's going to have a collection like mine. But mm -hmm. I'm looking to do that sort of thing. Now, and I try to put this as a caveat, because I know there are other shows out there where they're saying, hey, you know, pick up this book. It's a, you know, it's a good speculative book. You can go, you can flip it, and you can try to make some money. And I do that from time to time. I don't do that very often. I'm about building a collection. Do you want to have a strong, viable collection? Eventually, it's going to be sold. Either you're going to sell it or somebody else is going to sell it because we can't take it with us. But the best thing about it, when you, when you have a collection, okay, a collection, not a couple of keys here and some nice book, but a really strong collection, hey, that's a thing of beauty. And I have seen strong collections. And I'm talking along the lines of these things that are pedigree, like the Mile High Collection and such. Mm -hmm. But these are guys who have perfect books, every issue, all of the printings. If it's a key issue, something like Superman 199, they have the one that was released in the States, the one that was released in Germany, the one that was released in France. You know, they have the homage covers. Those are really dynamite collections in my eyes. This is somebody who really took the time to put something together, and it only works as a collection if it's together. So if you try to take it out piece and part, no, it automatic. It has to be together. That's something that, hey, eventually somebody says, this is such a great collection, this needs to come into a museum, mm -hmm. you know, along that line, because you are the person who put that particular thing together. And the action comic stuff, hey, just makes my collection that much more unique at the end of the day. So does this then, all right, I bought Action 1000. Does this now, since Bendis is joining that, does this now make a chain reaction? Why are you bringing in Bendis? Because he's, he's going to be the next guy on Action Comics. Okay. He's going to be the guy. See, he, and he's doing this on purpose. Cause we spoke, <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about We spoke off camera, Kaka. and we both agreed that, yeah, Bendis on Superman would be a good move because you got the name. Not a good move. And that would be a shot in the arm. Shot in the arm. You get the, you know, you get yes. the, you know, everyone in the comics exactly. need this type of stuff. So you get it. But Bendis has no pedigree with these type, with the, the character like Superman. Nothing. Nothing. He's never, uh, the closest he's gotten to Superman is Captain America, and that sure as hell didn't look any good. So, you know, Bendis being on Superman, okay. He'll get, you know, he'll get some light. You'll probably definitely get some numbers. You'll get some readership. I'm just saying. But can he write the story? Well, this then happen since it's comic book hero, is this going to make a chain reaction to my Ultimate Spider-Man number one? No. Oh, this is like. Your okay. Ultimate Spider-Man number uh, one is still going to be worth what it's worth. And that was actually a well-written series by Bendis. Why? Because he could write that from the ground up. This was a Spider-Man that he got to start with from issue one. Everything that he did mattered as opposed to him. Bendis was Bendis's claim to fame is looking it's like, hmm, what's all this history? Let's uh, forget this. Yeah, that's what he forget this. Did. Okay, this is the stuff that I want to do, and okay, and this is going to be cool. But Ultimate Spider-Man, that didn't matter because he was creating the history, and it was good. I, I can't say I, that it wasn't. If we're going with now, it's shifted over to the comic reviews, and the thing is, is that you got to the ground floor with um, what's the name with. The Ultimate Spider-Man. The problem being is that it took like five issues to decide to put him in the costume. That's really too much story blow. So as well as it's done, this 15-page story. And well, that's that independent. That's that independent. Yes, that that yeah. indie writer decompression yeah. stuff that became so popular. And I mean, that's like The Walking Dead. That's like The Walking Dead for the first 50 issues, where mm -hmm. literally something would happen, and then. It, Something would happen in the issue, and then it took 10 issues for something else to happen along yeah. that line. So that's, so, and then added its own barnacles, because as you went on, it's like, all right, if I'm going in, I can see the, I can see why a new fan would want to read this, because it's like, 
Gwen is not the same Gwen that I met. Like the Gwen I read when I started reading, she comes in and she has this, she has this, the banner she has with Peter Parker is that they're both sort of nerdy kids and, and Mary Jane Watson is this popular person who's now pushing him away and it's like they're having this whole different thing that's built on Mary Jane being something new and, and Gwen being something new and Peter himself being someone new. This is all new barnacles and they were adding, he's not just saying I have a free and clear Spider-Man with no barnacles. He's like, I'm making all these new barnacles. Yeah, which is that what he, that's what he wants. <laughs> it's like, it's like no, I, no, I, you I, haven't clear. Don't add this stuff. No, it's like, like I, I want the barnacles. <laughs> I like the barnacles that I add. You know, I like the barnacles that I add as opposed to the ones that need to be there because, yeah. hey, this is just part of the history. Mm -hmm. So what I'm looking at it as a barnacle, okay, no, this is, you know, supporting data that actually makes this character more functional at the end of the day. So, you know, Bendis on Superman is a... Uh, Oh, man, it's a frightening prospect at the end of the day. Because I have no... I, I just don't believe that he knows and understands what to do with a superhero. I think he writes superhumans. You know, these incredibly flawed people who happen to have superpowers, but not superheroes. I don't think he ever got his hands on that. Ultimate Spider-Man maybe is probably the exception to it because... Like, but again, he was. The, this is a guy who wanted to get all the superheroes, and Marvel went along with them. He was like, "Hey, forget the secret identities. Get them out of the costumes." And I think at one point they had to say, "Well, look, if these guys aren't in costumes, what exactly are we selling people? You know, yeah. how we how do we compete with the you know the how do we compete mm -hmm. with these indie comics that are pretty much doing the same thing? It's like, oh, oh, so we got to put them back in the yeah. Electro needs to be in the costume." Okay. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's part of it. People bought into. It's weird because I mean, you can dislike. You know, which creator, because, you know, they had Byrne doing chapter one, which sort of hinted, you know, didn't change that much, but had some costume change and people like Uproar over Electro here. And then they had, you look at the other book, you're just completely buying into it. He just got like a, he's like a bouncer or he's like some sort of, you know, he's like some sort of mob guy outfit yeah. on. And they're like, oh, cool. No, they, no guys. No. We complained about, we complained about the outfit being good. I mean, they also, Green Goblin turned into, like, the demon. He's like this big, big, like, horns and whatnot, and it's like, uh, I mean, but, you know. Well, the whole idea is that they, they took it too literal. The whole idea wasn't to make a good outfit. Mm -hmm. They just said, well, he's a goblin. Make him look like a <laughs> goblin.